You've become the light of this world and the salt of this world. Is that true? Am I preaching? You become the, the light of this world and the salt of this world. You're light and salt. You know what that makes you, my brother? It makes you tasty and brilliant. I heard his wife say, Amen. It's none of my business. But we must be tasty and brilliant to the world. We, if, you're, if you're a saver, if you don't have something better to offer than what they're going through, what are we doing calling ourselves kingdom kids? If we don't have something better to offer this world, what did Jesus die for? Can you hear me this morning? What did Jesus die for? Are we just showing up because we have a social club? I thank God that I can come here and I feel a sense of belonging. I love that I belong here. I love that I belong in the brethren. I'm, I'm accepted in the brethren. I am, I am belonging. But I, I want to tell you, it's much more than just a social club where we come together and, and talk about things. It, it is a, a moment that we come together and a corporate anointing is released from, and things shift and change when the believers come together. Thank you for people. I'm gaining ground. The corporate anointing. The corporate anointing. We need, why, do, why, do, why does the Bible say don't forsake the assembling together and come together even that much more when the time is approaching? Why does it say that? Because this world needs us to come into not only a spirit of unity, but a covenant of union. The Old Testament is uh, Psalms 139, uh, Psalms 133. The commanded blessing of the Lord is where men dwell together. The commanded blessing of God is when men dwell together in unity. That's where the commanded blessing of God. But somebody say that's the old covenant. That's the old covenant. We're under a much much more excellent covenant with better promises. So we need to move from unity in the commanded blessing of the Lord and union in the perpetual blessing of God. Shema Israel, Adonai, Elohim, Adonai, Echid. Somebody say Echid. Turn to your neighbor and say Echid. You're not saying it right unless they receive a little bit of spray. Say it, don't spray it. Achud means one. Father, don't take them out of the world. Don't take them out of your circumstances. That was not a stair step, sorry. Don't take them out of their situation. Don't take them out of their pain. Don't take them out of their problem. Don't take them out of that. that, that don't take them out, Lord God. Cause them. Keep them in the midst of them. And cause them to grow up bigger than the problem, the pain. Say, I'm an answer. I'm not escaping. I'm all about dominating. It's not time to escape. It's time to dominate. It's not time to take off. It's time to take over. But I don't feel like taking over. You know what? I flip and don't neither. 
I just said that just, and I don't mean to irritate religious spirits, but sometimes it's part of my job. Or just because I'm, I don't know. Whoever feels like going to war? You ask any World War II veteran, like, I mean, it might have been a romantic and kind of uh, thinking, oh, we're going off to, until you get there. Nobody wants to go to war. Nobody wants to, to call for the brown pants. You'll get that on the way home. Nobody wants to be scared and, and terrified and, and, and long to be with their, their loved ones and, and they're stuck in, in, in behind. Any, no, nobody wants to go to war. But we go to war because of the peace and the joy and, and the things that lay up on the other side of the war. There's a peace that only lies up on the other side of you taking authority and you rising up even in the midst of your squalor, in the midst of your sacrifice, in the midst of your pain, in the midst of what you're going, in the midst of that divorce and that disease and that depression, in the midst of it all, if you can just let out a prayer, if you can find it uh, on the inside, I want to let you know it's already there. The answers are already there. The, the, See, I came into this realm fully loaded. Can I tell you that you have more resources within you than you will ever need? Amen, Barry. More resources. More resources. More answers, more solutions, more anointing, more burden-lifting, yoke-destroying power of God than you will ever need. Say, I am more than a conqueror. Jesus was the conquering king, but you have become more than a conqueror in this realm. You are the salt and the light. You are the answer, and you are somebody else's breakthrough. Hallelujah. Well, good morning. That wasn't my introduction. That was hopefully something from God to encourage you and bring hope into your life. When you woke up this morning, you woke up with faith, hope, and love. Say the foundation of my existence, every moment of my life, faith, hope, and love. Every moment of my life. I have faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and love is the foundation of my life. Can I find three or four people to believe that this morning? Say, the foundations of my life is faith, hope, and love. Every man, the Bible says that every man has received a measure of faith. That was a gift of God. Even before you were born again, you had a gift of faith. Even before you were resurrected, and even before you were transferred from the kingdom of darkness and transferred into the kingdom of light, you had faith on the inside of you, waiting to burst out of you. You, you have faith right now. I don't feel like I have it. Don't be moved by what you feel or see or taste or th- be moved by the word of God. Be moved by God and what he said over your life. 
We cannot be moved by the circumstances or situations. We, we cannot be shackled by the situations and by the curses and the, the hereditary curses and the, the familiar spirits that are trying to contain you. Out of one blood, God made all the nations of the world and preordained the boundaries in which they should live. You need healthy boundaries. Say, Father, give me a grace to live within my boundaries. Within your boundaries, you are the principality and power of light and nobody more powerful than you. Say, I am a principality and power of light within my spheres of influence, within my metron of ministry. God preordained the boundaries in which you should live, and within the boundaries, he gave you authority. He gave you authority, and then he gave you corresponding power to back up what he has called you to do. Say, I came into this realm fully loaded. It's time to believe again. It's time to believe again. I, I know what it is to be pummeled. I know what it is to be overwhelmed. I know what it is for the enemy to come in like a flood. Has anybody else been there? Come on, don't leave me out here all by myself because I know everybody's been through that. You know what it is to be over, overwhelmed by circumstances and situations. That's not your identification. The valley of the shadow of death that you might even find yourself in today is just a shadow for one, but it's not a, it's not a place where you get your identification from. You, your ID does not come from your sickness or your disease. You, you, you're, you're not just a, survival, a survivor of cancer. You're, you're not just a victim of, of violence. You're, you're, you're not, your ID does not come through, come, come by way of what you're going through. Your identification is not what the enemy says. Your identification is not what the, what, what you're, that teacher, that, that always will put you down. Your ID does not come from, from anything more than whose you are. Your identification is within the Father's love. You are, you are loved by God. You are overly well loved by the creator of the universe. Your identification starts and ends in one place. You are loved by God. And he has your goodness on his mind. Ephesians 2.10 in the Amplified Translation says he prearranged good paths for you to walk upon before time began. Sometimes we trespass. Some, anybody ever trespassed before? Anybody went into a farmer's field that was fenced off and stole some apples? I did. It wasn't last week or anything, but not that I wouldn't do it today. Just kidding. I couldn't get over the fence. <laughs> but I have, I'd have jealousy and envy, maybe. Just kidding. I know what it is to stay awake. I know what it is to be overwhelmed. I, I, 
this is not who I am and it's not who you are. Say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus on my worst day. It's called grace for a reason. It's grace for a reason. Say, Father, I receive your grace today. In Jesus' name. Can I get you to just pray one more thing with me? Can you say, Father God, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over this service right now. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ against every peering spirit, against every demonic force, trying to steal from my memory, trying to steal from my now. In Jesus' name, I'm liberated. I am set free in every way from anyone's control. I am set free for freedom's sake. Whom the Lord sets free is free indeed. The spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and consequence. The consequences of sin is death. And I have been set free from the consequences of sin and death. I am free. The blood is enough. The body sacrifice is enough. In Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, be Lord of my life. Be Lord of my mind, my will, and my emotions. Be Lord over my body. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. My body is not a sanctuary for sickness. My body is not an incubator for infirmity. Sickness, disease, infirmity. I take authority over you right now. Shut your mouth. Let your claws loose and get out of my life. Now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we give God one more hand clap of praise this morning? Hallelujah. The Bible says, let the weak say I am. Let the poor say I am. Let the weak say I am. Let the poor say I am. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow to it. You belong to the line of Abraham. You're not been grafted into the line of Moses. You've been, graft- you've been grafted into a family without cursing. Abraham, he went in and to this foreign king, lied, and got blessed.
Paul the Apostle says, uh, somebody said, you know, do we, do we sin so that grace will abound? No. Here's the deal, though. Where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. And anything that you're going through, even an addiction right now that you can't seem to find a way out of, there's a greater grace available for you today. There's a greater grace, an enabling power of God. Uh, we're, we're having a grace revolution, but uh, the grace revolution is the, will lead us to a grace restitution because of a grace reformation. We're in the process of a grace reformation and understanding the gift of grace that God gave to us. We have not understood it, and we've tried to, we've tried to bring the law into the, 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 the New Testament. We tried to bring the law. The law was only to reveal to us that we can't make it without him. That's the only purpose of the law, was to show that we needed him. So I titled the message this morning for those that are taping and will be listening at a later date, Grace Reformation. Okay, there we are. Uh, I, I touched on uh, David, David's 600 mighty men. They were called the Motley Crew. Yeah. Wasn't Nikki Six's band? I don't know if you, the 80s were good to you like they were to me. Uh, not that I listened to Motley Crue. I wasn't much of a hair band kind of guy. I was more of a top 40s. Oh, yeah. Pet Shop Boys. Classics. Sure. But they were called the Motley Crue. Why were they called the Motley Crue? Because they were Motley Crue. They were, they were wanted for taxes. They were wanted for uh, defamation. They were wanted for, for, for uh, breaking the law. And, and they were wanted by the enemy. They were, they were wanted by the king. They were wanted by, and they, they were wanted men and they were a Motley Crue. They were messed up. But David showed up and began to reform them. So I'm being reformed today. When we think of Reformation, we think of, we think of Martin Luther King. We think of uh, uh, John Calvin. We, we think of the, the great reformers back in the 15 and 1600s. When we begin to think of the faith reformation, the reformation of faith, and, and, and that man shall live by, by faith. It's a reformation. Yes, it was grace, but it was really a reformation of faith. We're right now in a reformation of grace, that we're being reformed and we're beginning to understand the grace of God and its great power to deliver this world and deliver you. And your light sufferings cannot be compared with the glory of God's grace that is about to be manifested on in and through your life. So 600, the mighty men of God, the, the mighty men of David, that, that would, would, one man would, could defeat 200 Philistines. He stood his ground in, the, in, the, in, this, in this valley and, and had one spear, and he slayed over 200 men. He, was the, he would have been the Belleville bad butt. Wow, that went over well. Mighty men. Sometimes you don't feel mighty, though. They, you can call
called mighty, but 200 of them couldn't make it, right? Do you remember this story? The 600 went, went down to take back everything that was stolen. The Lord said, go down and recover all. And the 600 men went down and, and, and then they stopped at the river of Basar. I would, like to, I would like to call Desert Stream this morning the river of Basar. Somebody say the river of refreshing. There are so many people here this morning that need to be refreshed. We need a refreshing. The times of refreshing we need. We need times of refreshing in the presence of the Lord. We, we need the refreshing of God because we won't make it without that refreshing. We need that refreshing of God so that we can once again be, be part of the six, 600 or the part of the 400 that we're already strong. And, and I just want to say, like I said to you last time I spoke to you, sometimes you're the 400 and sometimes you're the 200. But I want to say right now in Desert Stream, we're always part of the 600. Can you look to the left and right of you and say, you're part of the 600. Come on, encourage them this morning. Don't, don't be selfish this morning. Encourage somebody this morning. Say, you're part of the 600. Come on, I can't do all the work here. This is a place of belonging, and this is a place of refreshing. Um, Leslie Ann came to me and said that she saw something in the spirit that represented the, um, a reforming, a, a butterfly. She saw this butterfly that was red, and there's a manifestation and a metamorphosis that you're going through. Your setback is your setup for your get up so you can go up so that you could rain back down. Your setback is actually your setup. Where there's been much sin, where there's been much attack, when there's been much op- where there's been much opposition in your life, there's a greater level of God's grace that has been made available for you to more, th- more, than, uh, more than overwhelm the circumstance. Matter of fact, what you're going through is actually setting you up to take you further than you could not have gone had the problem not come your way because the enemy is paying your way forward and he does not even know it. If, if the enemy knew that crucifying the Christ would have led to his demise he would have put him on life-preserving life situations. He would have had blood pumping in. He would, have, uh, he would have pulled him off the cross. He would have put him in the hospital. He would have did anything a good do to keep him alive. But I want to let you know that was his demise. And I want to let you know the cross and the crucible that you're going through, this situation, the accident that you went through three years ago, the accident that, that, that almost took you out is about to take you up and over. But you've got to believe that the greater grace of God has been made available to you to propel I've been getting a revelation on the on the grace of God. Yes, as as Pastor Kevin and Pastor Mark and Pastor Mark and I have been 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 dwelling on on this and trying to lead the church in this, and that this greater grace of God has been made available to us, and that 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 we are that we're in this process and we're making progress, and it's and it's not an easy thing to do to shift 
a whole mentality and way of thinking and going from performance mentality and because we are marketed to from the day we are born and to the day that we die that if you will just push a little, if you will believe a little, if you will do a little bit more, if you, if you will perform better, then everything, you get performance adjustments and you have performance you come before a committee and they rate you on your performance and, and we're it's just breeded into us and, and it's fanned into us and, and we have to perform well if we're going to stay in opposition and if we're going to increase we got to perform well so now we're trying to get to this place and this mentality that it's not about performance it's about being and how do you live out of being and resting and and, and living according to what God already did for us. How do we believe what, and, and begin to be everything he's called us to be and live from a place of victory and rest, knowing he already won the battle and that we just have to walk in obedience. Say, my greatest weapon is my obedience. My greatest weapon my greatest weapon is my obedience. So I've been getting this revelation of moving from beheading to treading. He gave me the head of my enemy. I love that song. I shared this last time too, but I... It, it's worth repeating. It's just so melodic and so beautiful. And, and it's always a girl that's singing and has such a sweet voice. And, and, and all I can picture is the blood of Goliath's head, blood running down the arm of this worship leader. Bring back the head of my enemy. Every head of every enemy that you are facing today has already been beheaded. The Lord told me when I was down in Dallas, he says, you need to move from beheading to treading. I said, what? He said, you need to move from a, a second heaven warfare into a third heaven reality. Say, I am seated in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers of darkness. I am seated at the right hand of the throne of God in his power. I am right now in Christ Jesus. The kingdom of God is in me and I am in him. I am seated in authority and power. All power has been given to me over all the power of the enemy. So I can't, I'm not fighting to get to my victory. I'm fighting from my victory. I'm not trying to be holy so I can be righteous. I am the righteousness of God so I can live a holy life. How many people know we fail at that? I saw some looks out there. He said, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. He, but he's not moved by the frailty of your flesh or the failure of your past. And some of the failure of your past was like just a few hours ago. Maybe a few minutes ago. 
So I forgive you for that bad thought. But we're trying to shift a whole way of thinking so that we would live from our our place that God purchased for us. Now, I've used this example, and I'm going to use it again just because it's so good. Did anybody watch any of the UFC fights last night? I know Wayne did. Thank you, Barry. I'm not the only... So I watched a bit of it. But these guys that will train for six, eight weeks, they'll go to, a, some of them go to uh, 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 this mountain called Bear, Bear Mountain. I think it's in California where, where the elevation is so high that they, they have to work harder because they, they can't get enough oxygen so that when they come down and fight in Vegas or they fight in, in some of these lower, the, these areas that have normal climate and normal oxygen levels that they're able to even work harder and they're able to have more victory. These guys train so hard. They, they, they go in and they, and they triumph and they become a conqueror. Say, Jesus is my conqueror. But he called me more than a conqueror. So you see, after these fights, oftentimes these little 99-pound soaking wet girls walk into the ring and it's their girlfriend or, or their wife and, and the big check that they have ready for them, they grab onto the check and they head right down to the factory outlet stores. She's more than a conqueror. She is more than a conqueror. He did all the work and she spent the money. Jesus is your conqueror. And he wrote a check in his blood and he said, go cash it. You are more than a conqueror. So how do we live the life of more than a conqueror? Because life's not easy. Life has its difficulties, and it's not all your fault. It's your family. Sometimes my family puts the fun in dysfunction. Not my children. My children are beautiful and perfect. But it's the extended family. Well, Tammy, she's a handful, but that's another story. But problems happen. And life rains on the just and the unjust. I was sitting with Mario Morello. I was in the back seat. He was in the front seat. And he's a pretty famous preacher. And anytime I get around greatness, I'm always asking for a key. And I said, said, Mario, what, what can you give to me that I can take away, that I can use? He, says, he said some other things, but the thing that stood out to me the most was that how you deal with disappointment will determine the level of victory you live in in this realm. T.D. Jakes puts it this way, that God will promote you to the level of pain you're willing to endure. Well, that sounds very encouraging, Barry. Thank you very much. Well, you guys have a great day. The fact of the matter is, the Bible says sufficient is the evil of this day. What? When I read that, I was like, are you kidding me? This is what you're saying? 
How about sufficient is the power, sufficient is the glory, sufficient is the healing, sufficient is the deliverance. No, sufficient is the evil of the day. Well, praise the Lord. It's because of this one thing. You enter into the kingdom through tribulation. Okay, that's not much better today. Okay, let's keep going. These light afflictions cannot be compared with the glory that's about to be seen in you. That when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit then has legal access. When the enemy illegally comes, Jen, when the enemy comes illegally into your life and begins to attack you, it gives God a legal accessibility to come into your life and more than outweigh the problem of the day and actually propel you into greater things than you would not have the ability had the problem not come your way. I want to tell you, the enemy is paying your way forward and is about to propel you into better things, but you have to know there's a greater grace available to you. Mr. Cook, there's a greater grace available to us. Ow. Greater grace. An enabling power. Second Corinthians 9 eight says that God is able to make all his grace abound to you. Okay, we're, I think we're going to need a seven-inning stretch. So just do this. Go, hey! Come on, hey! By doing that, you release the breath of God into this realm. It's the fifth letter of the Hebrew elephant, and you just release breath of God into this realm. So let me breathe that in. Receive your resurrection life so you can hear the rest of the message. Thank you. God is able to make all his grace abound to you so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound to every good work and charitable donation. 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to make all his grace, his enabling power, to abound to you. Somebody say abound. He's able to make all of his enabling power abound to you so that in all things, say, somebody say all things. All things. Not just the little things, not just the headaches, not just the backaches. All things. The cancer, the, the growths, the, 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 the divorce, the depression, the, all these things, the, all things. Somebody say all things. God is able to make all his, all his, all his enabling power. Say I'm fully loaded with more than I'll ever need. God is able to make all his grace abound to me so that in all things at all times, having all that I need, I will abound to every good work and charitable donation. There, there will never be an opportunity that you don't have the grace of God to give to because you are somebody's breakthrough and you are somebody's answer. You are somebody's solution. You are so, you, he did not take you out of the, your family. He didn't take you out of that job. He didn't take you out of this church. He didn't take you out of this city. He didn't take you out of your problem. He didn't take you out of that depression because he wants to grow you up bigger so that you will be an answer answer to more people than say I am an answer I am somebody's breakthrough on your worst day on your worst day on your worst day there's always more than enough on your worst day when you don't feel like you can give one more ounce you still have a river flowing out of you on your worst day, on the day that you feel no strength at all. You still have a river of answers, a river of solutions, and your healing will come in the midst of you bringing healing to other people's lives. You're an answer and a solution. The spirit of Barnabas is all over you. Let him out again.
let the spirit of, of encouragement come out of you. Because in the midst of you encouraging, those that encourage will soon be encouraged. You know what? Sometimes when I, I, I'm, not a depressive, I'm not a depressive person. I, I've never really struggled with depression. Even on terrible days, I've never really struggled with it. But if I felt even a hint of fear or depression around me, you know what I'd do? Hello? Do you know what God thinks about you? And I begin to prophesy. I begin to encourage. You know what prophecy is? Edification, exhortation, comfort. Can anybody comfort somebody? Can you comfort somebody? Can you, anybody edify somebody? Edification, exhortation, comfort. Can, can, can somebody exhort them and tell them that you are, you are made in God's image and that you are made according to his likeness, that you are just like your dad and that you are fearfully wonderful? Can anybody tell anybody that? That's prophesying. I mean, prophecy is a little deeper than that, but that's, that's the basis of prophecy in the New Testament. Edification, exhortation, comfort. Can you do that? When you feel depression, when you feel fear, when you feel the enemy around you and trying to contain you, give somebody a call. Begin to edify. Begin to exhort. Begin to comfort. The enemy doesn't stick around. And all of a sudden, you're feeling better. In the midst of you being an answer, there is the power of God within that to bring your deliverance. That was my my mic job. Within you, delivering an answer in the midst of your darkness will bring an anointing that will destroy the yoke of slavery and lift off a burden of doubt. Paul and Silas were in the inner deepest parts of a dark, dingy penitentiary, a prison, beaten with many rods, and it was the midnight hour, and and they begin to sing. They begin to praise him. If you will sing God's praises in the midst of your circumstance that you seem shackled to, you will all of a sudden begin to shake the environment that you're in. And your sound will begin to shatter the shackles that have been holding not only you, but your people for generations. Say, my sound shatters shackles by the seashore with Sammy Sprinkler. The last part was the most important part of that declaration. My sound shatters shackles for generations. My sound shatters shackles of my legacy in front of me. Paul and Silas were at the midnight hour and they they were singing praises in the midst of their circumstances that were their shackled to, beaten with many rods, and, and, and they began to sing. Sing, O barren, break forth and sing and cry aloud. You have not labored with a child. For more are the children of the barren than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Sing, O barren. If you feel barren, if you feel lost, if you feel depressed, sing. If you feel the depravity of the disease or the depression, if you, if you feel 
what the enemy is doing to you and your family. Sing! Sing, O barren. Because if you will sing, you will be fruitful. If you will sing, you will be broken out of. If you will sing, you will begin to be a breakthrough and a breakthrough to not only you, to not only your family, to not only your friends, but you'll begin to be a breakthrough to the very enemy that is saying all those evil things against you at work. Because the very one that put them in the shackles was about to stab himself and kill himself. And they stopped him, and they saved him. And they, they, they says, take us to your household. And he took, they, he, Paul and Silas not only saved him, but he went back and saved the whole household. How do you sing in the midst of depression? You just do. You have more power and authority in you. I remember running a marathon. I'm just kidding, that's a lie. But I've read about it. And I hear it's bad. And I didn't need any more encouragement. It was a dream. I had a, I had a nightmare. I mean, I had a dream. But they say that you hit a wall, that you don't think you have any more power. You don't think you have any more strength. But if you press through the wall, come on, you need to press through. You need to keep pressing through. You need to keep believing. You need to, you need to know, well, well, I tried a thousand times. Well, this morning we're trying 1,001. He is patient and he is kind. He has not given up on you. Say, God has not given up on me. His mercy endures for ever essay. Sorry, I went all vatos on you. You don't know what I'm talking about. I'll just keep going then. His love can never be taken. His grace is amazing and enduring and forever. Don't give up hope. Don't give up hope on your dream. Don't give up on your life. Don't give in. Don't sit down. Don't shut up because your deliverance is in your declaration. And your deliverance is in your go. He cannot stop you like he could not stop the Gadarene demoniac, the most demonic person in human history that we know of that was recorded. Over 2,000 demons on board. He was naked and he cut himself and lived in the tombs and cried out and nobody could shackle him, nobody could chain him, nobody could keep him. And, and he had over 2,000 demons on board and he caught the eye of the Savior and nothing could stop him from running. Calling at the feet of Jesus and calling him Lord. Nothing can stop your onward march. Not all the forces of hell can stop you from moving forward.
nothing can shut you up. Only you. This whole world was made up out of an utterance. Everything you see and everything you've ever heard about was made up out of an utterance. The Bible says that he made everything and holds it together by the power of his word. His spoken word. Nothing happens until you speak it. That's why the enemy's trying to keep you silent. He's trying to shut you up and bring, give you a lie that, oh, I just, I'm a silent prayer. If you're a silent prayer, you'll also be a silent sufferer. Because you need to speak. The Bible says when the Lord taught him to pray, he said, when you pray, say. When you pray, say. The enemy knows the value of your voice. And the deliverance that is within your declaration. Grace will abound when you decree and declare it in the realm of the living. Well, that was my introduction. Thank you. Thank you. I did it again. I did not get to my message. I want to leave you with this one thing, though. Anything I restore, I, I make it better. This is what God says. Anything I restore, I, I make it better. When I restore, I... I Always bring much more. Restore means to bring back or reestablish. Re means to do again or go back. Redeem means to purchase back under threat. Say, I'm the redeemed of the Lord. Redeem means to purchase back under threat. Okay, thank you, one person. Reestablish, to establish again or renew. Return someone or something to a former condition. When you return something, you're returning to a former condition. Repair is to return it to its original condition. Recreate means to create again. Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time. Somebody said ahead of time. That we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Reborn means to be born again. Say, I am born again. Okay, here we are. This is what I want to leave you with. You ready? Nobody's ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Oh, sorry. 80s were good to me. When you begin to recreate and re and be reborn in Christ Jesus, you are actually being reformed. You ready? Come on, are you ready? To reform something or someone means to make changes in order to improve it. I am the upgrade. I'm being reformed. But I, I got news for you. You have been reformed, but you need the revelation. So I'm speaking to you, and, and many of you say, I, well, that's nice for you or whatever, and, you know, praise God, and good luck with that. 
But I'm trying to reveal to you something that is already there. You've already been reformed. See, you are a spirit. You live in a body and you possess a soul. You're not, you don't consist of the things that you possess and you possess a mind, a will, and emotion. You possess a history. You, you, you possess an education, but that's not the sum total of who you are. You are a spirit and God is spirit. You are one with the spirit of the living God. And I'm trying to unveil to your mind, will, and emotion who you are already. See, because I am the righteousness of God, I can be clothed with the righteousness of God. I am being reformed in my soul and my body because I've been already reformed in my spirit. I already have the victory. I already am the righteousness of God. How do we live that out? We let him out. We let the rivers of living water out. How do we manifest that? How do we manifest that victory? First of all, thank you for not giving up. Thank you for showing up this morning. Because it would be boring to preach to chairs. Thanks for not giving up, though. We had reason to. Legitimate reasons to give up. To give in. To sit down fold our hands and just said, I had enough. But you're still here. You showed up this morning. It's not too late. It's not over. Matter of fact, your best days are coming upon you. What do I have to do to receive my best days? Just believe in the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Just believe in the good paths that he purchased for you to walk upon. Just believe the preparedness that he, that he made ready for you. Just, just believe the goodness of the Lord. Just believe what he said is true. And get up. And get up. Just get up. Just get up. Can I encourage you this morning? Just get up. I feel like I failed so many times. You may be thinking this in your heart. You may be, I, I don't know if I can do it. I just, just get up. Just shake it off. Just keep going. I only have more, six more pages, so. stand with me this morning. Man, he's climbing on the furniture a lot today. I've been counseling pastors and people and I know that our, the enemy seems like he's been really active in this season. Could you do me a, a great favor? Could you just close your eyes for a minute? Just out of respect for other people, could you just close your eyes and give them a moment? How many people with the raising of the hand would, would, would testify that 
you feel like you've been overwhelmed and, and, and the enemy's been coming against you in this season like never before. A very big chunk of you guys. Yeah. You put your hand down. Thank you. He's a God of miracles. And what you're going through is not your identity. It's not your territory. That's not your promised land. That's not who you are. There are many of you that didn't raise your hand because you, you, you don't, you need to stay strong for your family. You need to stay strong. And I, I understand that. And his grace is still available for you. And I just want to say to you, his love endures. His peace passes all understanding. And his joy is complete. His grace is amazing. And his truth today is setting you free. Can you say, Father, I need your grace today. I need your enabling power today. Come on, you can say, I need your enabling power today. Overwhelm me with your goodness today. I would have fainted had I not seen the goodness of God. Your goodness, God, today. But today, I receive what I am. I receive your goodness. I receive your glory. I receive your righteousness. I receive your resurrection life. I receive my healing. I receive my deliverance. I receive by the blood of Jesus Christ my salvation in Jesus' name. Today, I am set free in every way from anyone's control. And I receive the greater grace of God in Jesus' name. Can you give God a hand clap of praise for that? Mark, come on up here. This guy is awesome. A anybody agree with me? Yeah. <laughs> but we're just gonna we're gonna pray for uh, uh, Katrina. She's fighting off a little uh, sickness and stuff. She had to leave the service a little bit early, uh, so we're gonna pray for for her. But one other thing, I, I needed to make a huge announcement for. We have an amazing couple that just celebrated their 50th anniversary, Rod and Linda Moorcroft. Can you just wish them? Yeah. We love you guys so much. So glad you're part of our family. 50 years. Keep praying for Linda. <laughs> Father God, we thank you for the healing anointing. Come on, add your faith to ours. Father, we right now, at 11.57, may there be a change, a turnaround for Katrina Henshaw. Quicken her mortal body. Sickness, get out of her body. Infirmity, shut your mouth. Come off of her right now. Healing anointing, go into every fiber of her being and overwhelm her. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Just one last thing.
I want you to hear this. Your setback is your setup. The greater grace is coming because of everything you're going through and you're about to be propelled into greater things that you would not have had the opportunity had these problems not come your way. Amen? Have a great week and hopefully see you next Sunday.